Welcome to 8 at 8, 8 minutes at 8 a.m., your daily source of disciplined thinking. Welcome to the 8 at 8, 8 minutes at 8 a.m. It's your daily source of disciplined thinking. So glad to have you here with us on Facebook Live. We're writing about our the greatest burger we've ever had. What's the greatest burger you've ever had? If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, or did you know that you can add the 8 at 8 to your um, daily briefing on your Alexa device? If you search for 8 at 8 on the daily briefing in the Alexa device, then you can just say, hey Alexa, play my daily briefing and all of a sudden you were here, here the daily 8 at 8. It's so good to have you here. We're talking about the greatest burger we've ever had. And for me, the greatest burger I've ever had was at Goss Stadium in Corvallis, Oregon, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I love the beavers. This burger was called the Grand Slam Burger, and Joel Stutzman, if you're on with us this morning, you can attest to how great this burger is. This burger had a great hamburger on it. It had two pieces of bacon, and then it was smothered with peanut butter. Yes, peanut butter. And I didn't know, I, I was scared to try it at first, but my dad said, you've got to try this burger. It is the greatest burger you'll ever eat. And when I tried this burger, it was unbelievable. The peanut butter added a sweetness to it that just made it melt in my mouth. I could not believe how good this burger was. And it's gone. The burger left this season. They don't have the burger anymore. But there's something about greatest that we love to debate. We want to talk about who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Who is the greatest musician of all time. We are a people that loves to talk about who is the greatest. And one of the things that encourages me is the disciples were the same way. We're looking at in a story in Luke chapter 22. Now Jesus has come into Jerusalem. He's told the disciples what's going to happen. There's actually a plot out to kill Jesus. And he has this Passover meal with his disciples, this amazing intimate meal where he tells them that he is going to be sacrificed for them and how much he loves them. And yet... Right after that, right after he institutes this meal of saying, this is my body that's going to be broken for you. This is my blood that's going to be poured out for you. Verse 24 tells us a dispute also arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded the greatest. The disciples wanted to know who was the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exhort leader, lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. Normal greatness, normal people, when we look for greatness, Jesus points out they talk about position. They're all about what is your position. So how have you seen that in the world where people have been focused on their position, talking about what is the most important position? Look at me, I'm the greatest. How have you seen people live that out? How have you seen that that is the way that people think the greatest is all about position? 
What is it that you've seen people talk about with position for being the greatest? Maybe they're the ones that make the most money. Maybe they're the ones that have the corner office. It's all about look at me in my position. But remember, Jesus came and Jesus turns the world upside down. Jesus' way is different from the way of the world. So let's look at the way that Jesus says that we should be living. But in verse 26, he says, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become the young, like as the youngest and the leader as one who serves. For who is greater? The one who reclines at the table or the one who serves? It is not, is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. I don't know about you, but I've noticed that all of a sudden we have a lot of people that we may have looked down upon in the past, but they are serving in this time. They are essential workers and they are there serving. I think about all the people that are working at all the restaurants, all the people that are working at all the grocery stores. I mean, come on, I had to wait a week to be able to get my click list from Fred Myers, which means those people that are out there getting groceries around people all the time are a week out. They're working so hard. They have to be a week out of people that need groceries. Those people are serving. We're so thankful for you if you are in those industries. Think about our medical people, our doctors, our nurses, our people that are working in the hospital and how much they are serving people. It's so incredible to see how hard they're working. I heard a story this week as we were in small group about a woman who's a nurse up in Salem and she just feels for all these patients in ICU because they're all alone and she's tired and she's working long hours, but she keeps pushing through because she doesn't want these people to be all by themselves. She's pushing through and she's holding hands and she's being with people in their last hours because she wants to show love. And I just think about this way people are serving. And for Jesus, instead of looking at it being a position, he wants us to be ones who serve, ones who are there, giving up of ourselves, thinking of others, loving as our neighbors, as ourselves. Jesus wants us to be those that are out serving others. That's what being the greatest in God's kingdom looks like. That is what it means to be greatest in God's kingdom. And then Jesus keeps going. He says, you are those who have stayed with me in my trials. And I assign you as the Father assigned me a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus is pointing us to perseverance. Jesus is saying, keep going. You're the ones that stuck with me when it got difficult. And you know what? This is not an easy time. This is not just a, we'll, we're having so much fun with all our people. No, this is a time where we're called to persevere. So in this time, when we think about greatest, our first thoughts should not be about position. Our first thoughts should be about how we can serve. 
When we think about greatest, we should be thinking about how are we going to persevere? How are we going to move through this? So my question to you today is simply this. What are you going to do to serve somebody around you today? How are you being socially distant, staying safe? How are you going to be the greatest like Jesus calls us to be the greatest? How are you going to serve those around you? What is a way that you could serve those are serving us? How might you serve somebody that is working in an industry like grocery or, or in food or maybe as a nurse? What could you do to serve those people? Because Jesus tells us that the greatest among us are those that act like the youngest, those that serve, those that are willing to not seek position but will persevere and serve. Let's be the church that is out there showing love by serving and being the greatest. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I am out.